Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Workers' Mic right here on 720 WGN, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor. My name is Ken Edwards with the Midwest Coalition of Labor. Sitting to my right today, because we have a new studio. We're in the big studio now. We're, we got a lot of big news. Big um, leagues, baby. Yep. Is uh, Ed Marv, the International Union of Operating Engineers Local 150. Sitting to my left today is phil davidson from the mid america carpenters regional council mac rc and we have big news today and that is phil will be joining us permanently yeah now right. you're surrounded by talent <laughs> surrounded say, baby smart people surround themselves with talent and i know i'm not very good at this God, stuff and that's right. why i have smart people around me and yeah. you two are it well thank you for having me i'm nice sight- to be officially recognized for carrying the show Oh, turn Ouch. off his mic! Turn off his mic, Bob. Yeah, can, can we can we mute? I've Phil? never seen a head get big so fast. Oh my god! Really Overnight sensation. Yeah, Phil who? <laughs> Phil's first and last show. <laughs> that was it. Damn it! Bon voyage, Phil. <laughs> Au revoir. So listen, um, we have a lot to get to today. We have a. Uh, Coker Insurance coming in. Uh, they're going to talk about uh, life insurance. We happen to be in open enrollment right now for the Midwest Coalition of Labor, uh, but, but life insurance in general, why it's so important uh, while, while you're young and, and working and raising a family. Um, but before we get to that, I saw uh, what I thought was a really interesting story um, as it relates to the Screen Actors Guild and their strike, right? SAG AFTRA, they're yeah, on strike. Obviously, they're they're 100 days. Ago. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting to be a long, uh, a long strike. And um, the AMT, blah, 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 walked away from the bargaining table the other day. Yeah, that would be the industry, uh, to those of you who don't understand. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the producers. But, uh, but yes, the, the, the studios, the film industry walked out of negotiations. They said it was no longer uh, productive. So I think they just figured they would starve the actors out for a little bit longer. Yeah, and, um, you know, shame on them for taking this position you know just it's absolutely ridiculous you think you think you're hurting you know the george clooney's of the world and tom cruise of the world you're not right you, you know who you're hurting the guy you're, who brings coffee to the set oh, you know? you're, you're hurting everybody that's tangential to the movie making industry because all this stuff is shut down the television industry is shut down and it, those are the people that you're hurting and you're hurting them and their families and their communities because those people that's spending money's in their communities right so if this is a, a, a an ego thing between you and you know some big wig Hollywood person, you, you're you're reading the room wrong. Right? Yeah, just take it outside after work, like the rest of us. Exactly. Sort it out and let's get back to I work. I think it's like six billion dollars that the Los Angeles uh, economy has lost. Imagine that. Strike, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, I have a cousin dollars. who lives out there, and she said that you know throughout the summer the town was just dead. Yeah. You know, people went back to wherever they had you know wherever their families lived, and it was just quiet out there because the industry really carries so much in LA. I mean, yeah. people are losing their health insurance. You know the yeah. the uh, IATSE, which you know the people that do the sort of the technical work behind the scenes uh cameras and and mechanics and set building and all this kind of stuff they're literally like getting ready to lose their health insurance because they can't afford to pay for it anymore because they're not working yeah so it's just you know we we hope this thing gets settled quickly um, but then take again, creative solutions creative solutions and so speaking of creative solutions uh i read that george clooney um, who else was it? There was George Clooney, Ben Affleck, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Tyler Perry, Emma Stone, and a whole bunch of other A-list-ish actors. And they went and they met with uh, the, the leadership. Press, yeah. yeah, the leadership of SAG-AFTRA. And Fran Drescher. Yeah, 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 Fran Drescher and I guess her negotiating committee. Okay. And, you know, I, I read varying accounts of it. Um, number one, you know, if, if it's coming from a good place, Sure having a meeting is great and i think some of the things that they were proposing made sense and and did i think 
at least come from a good place. The other piece of it, though, is, you know, if you're the uh, studios and you're watching A-list actors go talk to the leadership of SAG-AFTRA, I just sit back and watch. Well, right. I mean, it's uh, so specifically what they did was they went in and they said, right now there's a cap on the amount of money that actors or AFTRA members make that is uh, that they have to pay dues on. Like if they pay a, a percentage, which I think is like one, one and a half percent they is their dues structure. It's 1.575 yeah. of the first 500,000 if AFTRA. you're AFTRA and the first million if you're, you're SAG. SAG. Okay. Right. So put that in con- context for a second. That means that Tom Cruise last year paid fifteen thousand dollars in dues. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars on maybe less, what, like four hundred million in income, maybe whatever it is that that guy makes. Probably that's, that's yeah. less than he spent on a whole army of Scientologists <laughs> keeping his floors sparkling and his house clean and his hair perfect. So, you know, cough it up, Tom. Yeah. But really, they what they what they wanted to do was remove that cap on dues, uh, so that they paid dues on all the money that they made, and that would bring in an additional uh, hundred and fifty million dollars to the union. Over the course of the next three years, that would pay for health care, fill some of the gaps that I think the industry, the studios, should be willing to take care of. But uh, but at this point, I mean, it, it, you know, it's great news that these actors, these folks who have a lot of money, who've done really well, are looking to put a little bit more in to help um, people on the lower end. But, um, you know, if you're the industry, if you're the studios, you're just sitting back smiling, thinking, like, we're still not going to have to foot the bill. They're going to yeah, foot the bill for that, this themselves. that doesn't really give them much leverage for getting... Not a very strong uh, bargaining Bargaining place. position, no. Because that, you, yeah. all it just gives the producers is more excuse to just drag this on. That's like, okay, right. good. They're going to yeah, more money. Yeah, hey, so, hey, you guys pay for it. So yeah, I have an right? idea, and yeah. that is, let's take George Clooney and Ben Affleck and Tyler Perry, and let's have them go into the negotiating room and just introduce themselves, like George Clooney walks in as, uh, you know... Harvey W. Fuzzy Shoes, and I'm a uh, union negotiator, and I, you know, you're in trouble now. So they just play negotiators, and maybe they're so believable because they're such good actors yeah. that they get a contract out of this. Wait a second, you're not a Harvey McScruffy Shoes. You're George Clooney. No, 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 no not I'm You've a, got it all wrong. The I, name tag's right here. Yeah, sir. I'm a 45 year uh, experienced negotiator, yeah, and I demand trouble. you to pay us whatever it is that we're asking for. Yeah, but whatever it is, I think if 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 SAG after is trying to plug holes in this proposal. For its members, they should be looking to the industry to do it. But but the here's the thing, time, right? If look, yeah. it, but I got to go back to this. If if George Clooney and company are offering hundreds of millions of dollars, hey, SAG, I have to figure out a way to take it. That's for sure. Take yeah. that money. Period. The end. Right. Take it and do with it what you will. Can you pay? Um, can you pay health and welfare? Uh, with dues money, the answer is yes. Of yeah. course you can. Now, I'm not sure what their constitution says. Maybe theirs is different. But during the recession for the building trades, we emptied, all of us emptied our coffers sure. and paid our members health insurance. We fed them with food boxes. You know, what do you think pays uh, strike funds and things like that? It's yeah. dues money, right? So take that money anyway, right? But um, you know, we, we got to take a quick break. Um, and and then... Uh, we'll be back with Carl Coker. Yeah, we'll be back with Carl Coker uh, and one of his counterparts. Will McCabe. Will McCabe, yep. And then... Uh, and then we'll wrap up with something really crazy as well. Uh, right here on the Workers' Mic, 720 WGN. You're listening to the Workers' Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to the Workers' Mic right here on 720 WGN. I am Ken. Sitting next to me is Ed. And our brand new addition is Phil. Welcome, Phil, again. 
Good morning. Super psyched to have you as part of the team forever. For the you're for the ever you're on the forever team. That's right. Let me say that again. You're on the forever team. Etched in stone. <laughs> Love Welcome. It. Welcome Thank to you. the party. And as we mentioned uh, at the top of the hour, as they like to say in radio jargon, we have with us two wonderful guests from Coker Insurance Group. We have Carl Coker. Hello, Carl. Hey, Ken. And we have Will McCabe, also from Coker. Hey, Ken. How's it going? Good. Fantastic. Um, and the reason that, that you guys are here today is it's timely um, for the MCL, and that is we are in the midst of what we call open enrollment for uh, a few different products, uh, life insurance, uh, critical illness, accident insurance, and uh, AD&D, accidental death and dismemberment. Um, we have it once a year through the MCL. Um, and, and Carl, why don't you just uh, briefly describe what that is, what do we offer, how do we do it? You know, just give us like the 30,000 foot view. And if you wouldn't mind, you know, start from the beginning, like where we were in 2018 when we started the MCL. Yeah, so in 2018, we, we kicked off the MCL with, they had a, a handful of products that are, or, or benefits they offered their membership. The biggest one being life insurance. And back then it was $150,000 of life insurance that you could buy as a member. And in order, um, in order to buy that, um, that's in addition to what the union provides you, correct? That's right. There's a basic level that every union member that's a member of the MCL is given mm-hmm. by their union. And then individuals can go out and buy additional life insurance called supplemental life insurance. Okay. Back then, it was $150,000 you could buy uh, with zero health questions. So there's no health questions of any kind. And over the years, over the five or six years that we've been working with the MCL, that number has now increased this year to $350,000. Wow. That's, a, that's a, a large increase, obviously. And members can now kind of get all of their, their entirety of the, the life insurance that they need you know, through this program. It's not a smaller number where they've got to have a couple of policies. This has gotten big enough where people can really meet uh, you know, the, the majority of their needs through one policy. That's right. That's policy. right. And so the, the great thing about this, and I think it's going to continue, is we keep asking the insurance carrier, which is Voya Insurance, for a higher limit, and I think we're heading towards higher limits as the years come up. So uh, hopefully we're shooting for 500000 in the future, but for right now it's $350,000 of life insurance. Mm-hmm. There's an accidental death piece to that yes. that you can buy an, ad- an additional $350,000 and that would, for that, that 20% would cost you, of the cost. Yeah, that would cost you like 15 bucks or something, That's right? That's right. Okay. So a, a 35-year-old male for 350000 for life and the AD&D would be about $50 per month. That's it. That's it. That's it. So God forbid he passes away in an accident. His family gets seven hundred thousand dollars, and it literally costs fifty bucks a month. That's one hundred percent right. Yes, that's exactly. That's right. That's like less than the cost of Hulu. Yeah, and right? Once again, there's no health questions. So if the person so is no health, diabetic no, or whatever they are, so they they could have had cancer ten years ago and uh, are in remission, uh, and nobody's giving them life insurance, and the MCL through Voya will give them. Uh, up to three hundred thousand or three hundred fifty of life and three hundred fifty of AD and D. That's correct. the The only have stipulation is that that individual is an active, available for work member. That's it. That's it. So you don't even have to answer a medical question. That's right. And so we had one other change, just so we know, uh, just so you all know, uh, that person that signs up as an active, available for work member can then retire and take that benefit with them to age 75. Wow. That used to be 70. Mm-hmm. And it, before it used to be at retire, retirement, it would go away. So now, if you bought it. A year before you retired, you could keep it to age 75. So it's getting broader. It's getting bigger. The limits are getting bigger. The price is very reasonable. Uh, for, for many people, it's the best price they'll ever see. Yeah, we were talking uh, off the air um, with Ed, and I think, Ed, you said that you had gotten a, a quote. Yeah, it was time for me to re-up, and I, I always uh, I have... 
uh, a life insurance policy with you know my auto insurance and right. you know homeowners and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I, I got a number from them just to kind of compare the pricing, and the pricing is a, is a lot less. It's probably because you guys don't ask questions, and Voya's not aware of my uh, crippling addiction addiction to candy corn and you know things like that around <laughs> yeah. uh, this time of year. But candy corn—that's really <laughs> random. Do they Double make, that premium. Yeah. Do they make that anymore? I, yeah, it's like those crappy peanuts. <laughs> What's wrong with peanuts? Uh, no, you know, the, the people the candy of George peanuts. are offended. No, you know the candy peanuts. Candy peanuts. Ugh. Oh, the, you know the circus about? peanuts. Yeah, yeah. it's the worst candy. Right. That's one of those like nineteen like de- depression era candy it's for sure it doesn't have to be anymore but they it, haven't pulled, it filled pulled. you up yeah they, they had to get rid of choco tacos they couldn't get rid of circus peanuts you know. so how but, but anyway, I think you, I you, said, you said it was like 30 35 percent cheaper i mean that's fantastic uh, yeah, really? and so and look let, let's let's call this what it is if you are in any way shape or form have any medical issues whatsoever right your blood sugar's high mm-hmm. your cholesterol's high you have a history of uh heart attacks in the family um how about you're a smoker you're right. yeah you're, and you're smoker, healthy but right? you're a smoker you're yeah in a different category for sure for life insurance and ours you don't have to answer any of those nothing no so uh for those of you listening we hold six and a half billion billion with a b billion dollars worth of coverage and uh, you know and you and you started at the beginning carl you, you've been with us since day one and um, and we're going to talk about how you, you process uh, and, and service the members. But, I, you know, I want to say this, and that is when we first put this out for bid, when we started the MCL, right, 2018, give or take, right after Janice, yeah. we went out for bid and we asked insurance companies, Carl, and you were part of the mm-hmm. bidding process, as was a bunch of different brokers, and said we want guaranteed issues, what you guys call it, life insurance for construction workers, without answering a single medical question. And what was the reaction? No, everybody said, no, thank you. They, they didn't understand the That's concept. The polite, that was the polite they reaction. They said, no, thank yeah, you. They laughed. Sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> They're like, wait, you want, uh, you want construction worker life insurance without asking yeah, questions? Right. Good yeah. luck getting right. that. You know, ha, ha, that's good. Yeah, congratulations. And, you know. Who's you know, laughing now? Who's laughing now is right. Yeah. Yeah. And you That's know right. What? So Voya, Voya stepped up and they're doing a great job. Their, their service is excellent. Their pricing is excellent. They're, they lowered their price three years ago. They lowered that basic benefit 5% three years ago. And so they really stepped up to the plate to help our, help our members. So they actually lowered their price. They lowered their price on that basic piece, which is everybody has, right? Everybody's buying. So the union now what, carries like, that in, in your experience, right? This is your business. You've been yep. doing this forever. Uh, have you seen an insurance company come in and go, hey, we're going to lower your rate? It doesn't happen. just it, doesn't happen. Life insurance is predictable. Right. And to lower a rate means you're sort of flying in the face of the expenses that you know you're going to have. Right. Um, but they know the greater good. They know the size that MCL is becoming. And they know that the uh, the population is in need. And that's that's all it's, what it's all about. And so let, let's talk quickly for a second. And if you're just joining us, we're, we're talking to Carl Coker right now from Coker Insurance Group and, and uh, his counterpart, Will McCabe. Uh, they administer our, uh, the MCL's life insurance piece. Um, you can tr- it's, it's a way for people to transfer wealth. And in the middle class, you know, the working class, we never got that. Nobody ever taught us that, right? And why is that? Life insurance is what? It's tax-free, correct? That's right. That's correct. You don't pay a penny in taxes. So a lot of unions... Our own union, Ed, Local right. 150, yeah, years ago, had what's called a death benefit. And I'm not sure uh, how the carpenters do it. I think you guys are fully insured, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, but our death benefit was $30,000. And that, it was taxed. Then it was taxed. So we would send a check to a spouse um, uh, you know, of a deceased member, and she's like, oh, great, I got $30,000. I can you know, bury my husband, et cetera, maybe pay off a bill or two. And then all of a sudden, she got a 1099. Hey, you owe taxes on that. 
And that's a tough nut, right? It is. $10,000, right? So it's 30% of it, roughly. Yeah. yeah. A third of it goes out the door. So ours is completely tax-free. That's right. So the benefit is tax-free. Right. Um, uh, and as the benefit gets higher, yeah. the, it's, it's more of a benefit than ever. You know, so, and, and we're going to talk, uh, we'll talk later uh, about other ways to transfer wealth. But this is something that, you know, the rich have been doing for years, right? Buying massive life insurance policies, putting their properties in mm-hmm. estates and, and trusts, and transferring that wealth to their generations tax-free. That's right. And us, like, huh, we're just the middle class. We're sitting just on the sidelines, yeah. Yeah, we're sitting on the sidelines, and we're paying taxes on it, right? Yeah, and it's, it's really a vehicle for any member with a family or children to assure their children go to college. Right. Right. Have a step up in life. If they want to go to college. 100%. And pay so off, the concept being they can pay yeah. off their homes, they can pay off uh, uh, tuition, they can pay off any debt. That's right. And give their children the chance to start clean yep. as opposed to carrying debt for family. And so it's, it's, it's invaluable for a 35-year-old male or member with a family to buy a significant amount of this life insurance for zero health questions. Is, is that the recommended minimum age there? Yeah, yeah. The minimum age for me is when you have a child. Yeah. Right. When I had a child, when I had a couple of children, immediately I worked harder and I bought life insurance. Yeah. And so that's sort of how that usually goes for most people. You don't do it when you get married. I, I don't know if you do. It just depends on what kind of debt you have. Right. Usually, you're, well, not usually. Sometimes your wife is or your spouse is um, working, and so there's there's income coming in, and the debt is less. You might have a home. That's about it. Right. It's once you start carrying tuitions and once you start carrying the concept of sending to college and a car payment and all those other things. And then you can arc this, correct? Like when I mean, you can take out, you know, the the max that you could possibly have when you're young to make sure that you protect your family if, God forbid, something should happen to you. And then as you get older and you mentioned retirees, you know, I talk to retirees all the time or people that are getting ready to retire. I'm like, hey. Brother, you got your pension. You have an annuity. You have health care. You know, do you really need seven hundred thousand dollars worth of life insurance? Right. And they're like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I'm like, you know, is your house paid? Yeah. Are you an empty nester? Yeah. Get enough to you know put you in the ground, pay off some debt, etc., and, and lower your you know lower that monthly payment and and go down a little bit. That's right. Will Will is here and from my office, and Will works every day with members who do just that. They call in and say, "Hey, I really didn't need three hundred. Yeah. Can I lower it to one fifty? And that day, right, their benefit gets lowered and their price goes down because they're like you said retired. They paid all their bills and they just need it to make sure their kids don't get saddled with a. And and, the, the, and look, and I want to go. I'm going to get back to this in a second. This is an altruistic way of doing things because most life insurance companies, brokers, etc., are there to do one thing, and that's to sell you life insurance, right. to sell you as much as humanly possible. And we're actually doing the opposite and going, "Hey, brother, you might want to ratchet that down." So yeah, we have to take, a, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. We have to take a quick break, um, and then uh, we're going to come back, and, and I want to hear from Will McCabe in your office, who actually is sort of boots on the ground and takes the calls and talks to them. Members. So uh, you've been listening to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Worker's Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everybody, to The Worker's Mic right here on 720 WGN. I'm Ed Maher here with Ken Edwards and Phil Davidson. And uh, if you were listening to the previous segment, we're talking to Carl Coker and Will McCabe from the Coker Insurance Group. So hey guys, back, before, guys, yeah, well, let's uh, let's give out that phone number. By the way, we forgot to do that for open enrollment. If you are an MCL member listening to this right now, meaning you're a member of any MCL union and you're still active, what's the number they can call? Yeah, it's eight eight eight. Two one two seven eight two two. Okay, and you guys literally will enroll them over the phone if they want. Correct. Yeah, we talk to union members all day, every there is, day. Is there a website? 
Yeah, it is go.voya, V as in Victor, O-Y-A dot com, slash M as in Mary, C-L, 2023. Perfect. And that's through the end of November. Correct. Yeah, all the way up to the end of November. And I think... If I'm reading the tea leaves right, we might extend it a little bit, but that that is to be decided. Um, don't wait. Get yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, definitely don't wait. Um, and I've used the website before. I've actually enrolled on it. It takes five minutes. It's literally like it's it's the easiest thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, couldn't be more simple. Yeah. So let's let's uh, so so Carl, when we started this program, I know we used a couple of different companies, and we had you know, for lack of a better word, a, a call center, if you will. And it just it didn't work right. Yeah. No, it didn't work right at all. What happened was what I think what happened is we we signed up to work with a call center on behalf of the carrier, and they just didn't get what we do. And what I mean by that is it's a very hands on approach to what we do with our members. Our members deserve the best. Uh, the unions exist for their membership, and it was hard to get that vendor to understand that. And so there was a lot of waiting on hold. There was a lot of never getting back to people. Uh, the inflexible say uh, service. So. We decided at Coker Insurance Group to bring that service, all of those services, in-house. So when you call, you literally talk to Will, uh, another gentleman named Trent, and now another one named Noah. Noah, that's right. So you're talking to the same three people for years. That's right. And, and, and Will, you, you take the calls. Like, Tell us about some calls you got. Yeah, so um, it's simple questions most of the time, but yeah, we, we enroll people over the phone. You know, if it's an older member, they're not super computer proficient. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll enroll them over the phone, but we talk. Ed's, Ed's not computer proficient. So. <laughs> yeah, there's a screen here. I don't even know how to use it. You hit I just, it. I just press buttons, shake it. <laughs> but yeah, we get all sorts of questions about pricing, you know, coverage information, and then people calling in with claims. So we handle the claims in office as well. Um, so the nice thing about us is we'll reach out directly to the families um, when a member passes away. So the family doesn't have to go looking for a policy or anything yeah. like that. We reach out directly and handle that. You know. So which is like, tell me this, that's the inverse of the way it's normally done, right? Correct. Somebody passes away. Your spouse has to uh, magically find the policy if the, she even knows it's there or he knows it's there, and then track down who to call and get the runaround and get five eight hundred numbers. And it takes you know I don't even know what it takes to get uh, to get paid. Ours is we get a call from the union. Correct. Yeah, and the, they call you, right? Yep. They notify us, you know, every time a member passes away, and then we reach out to their next of kin, you know, within one day or so. And that's amazing. Yeah. And you hold their hands through the process. Correct. Yeah. We want to make it as easy as possible for them. Yeah, because I mean, it's a tough time, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we get checks out how quickly? Within a week or two. So I mean, that's unbelievable. It is. Uh, yep. You know, and and kudos to you guys for doing that, and and smart on you, Carl, to to have insourced that work right. because it's something I think that our other vendors now, you were the first to do it. We have said, hey, this is working here in our insurance world. We want a dedicated one or two people that work right here in the Midwest, uh, live human being, not talking to India, not outsourcing jobs, not talking to a robot. Right. We want them all right here and it's working and you guys have set the stage for that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've heard some things will you know, both good and bad, right? Correct. Yeah. You know, and I shouldn't say good, and bad. You know, the, the 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 positive end of life insurance, which is somebody had it. Correct. Yeah. There's a lot of times where we'll reach out to a spouse or a family member, and they didn't even know they had the policy, and they're getting three hundred thousand dollars, which is great for you know funeral expenses, right? Uh, you know, missing income, uh, outstanding mortgage payments, whatever they might need that tax for. free. Correct. For the future. Yeah. 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 
And, and they're not trying to screw over our members. Like a lot of insurance carriers, like when you have to take the tests, when you have to answer the questions, like they look for ways where you might have oh you smoked had a falsehood you, you right smoked once at a party and you're denied and you're denied yeah, and like right, right. there's no denying and that's right. I mean is and so our goal is to worth its value in anything we make pay it personal yeah. yeah right we pay and as soon as possible yeah. yeah and so you know so so that's the you know the, the bittersweet you know hey uh, you know I didn't even know we had this policy and and here's a check for three hundred k and now it'll be three hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. if they had the accident here's seven hundred thousand I mean that's life changing money right um and then of course we have the inverse and I've taken these calls as well tell us about I know we just both you and I had one in uh, Wisconsin yeah yeah unfortunately we had a member pass away due to I believe it was a work accident it was he he had the basic benefit but not the supplemental coverage so mm-hmm. uh, I think we did the math beforehand for $42 a month he could have been paid out $600,000 to his family so um, it's never good to hear when they they don't have supplemental coverage but that's how cheap he could have gotten it. and he left a wife and kids Correct. And died on the job, obviously unexpected. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. It's, uh, it was terrible. You yeah, know, that's, and having that's kind of another example of when people tell you life insurance is important. That's exactly why. Yeah. There's, there's people who count on you, people who rely on you. And, Ken, yeah. Ken, you made a point yesterday at one of our meetings at, with the laborers that they're very high hazard jobs, right? And yeah. extremely high hazard, whether you're in good shape or not. Right. You're a high hazard uh, uh, employment. These are invaluable insurance coverage, especially that accident, accidental death coverage. For sure. You could fall. Anything could happen to you. And doubling that benefit is, like you said, life-changing. And look, I'm talking right now, I'm talking to the building trades. I'm talking to all the building trades besides the MCL. Number one, if you don't have life insurance, go get it, right? And Mm -hmm. quite frankly, they can call that 800 number as well that you just gave out, 888-212-7822. Even if you're not in the MCL, these guys will try and help you, yeah, period. For sure. Uh, right. and, and second, join the MCL so you can get cheaper life insurance. Um, but third, do yourself a favor. If you're listening and you're young and you have kids, you're going to start a family, you have a mortgage, buy life insurance. It's just kind of that simple because you think you're invincible You know, when you're 25, 30 years old, like, I'm invincible, nothing's going to happen to me, and you're not. And for the billing trades especially, if our guys aren't working on a job, what are they doing? They're playing with their snowmobile, their jet ski, their motorcycle, right? Yeah, all the all, all the toys, uh, adrenaline junkies. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. They're, they're working on their house, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so we just unfortunately in the building trades we have a higher mm-hmm. uh, rate of accidental death. Just mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. So protect yourself, protect your family, right? right. And you know, I, you know. Once again, if you pick up the phone and call, you're literally going to talk to the same people that understand what a union is, what a pension is, what your benefits are, how much life insurance you need. They're not going to just try and sell, 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 harass you until you buy something that, quite frankly, you don't need. Yeah, Ken, I think you made a great point earlier. The, the idea that we're going to come to you to get you that benefit, and you're not, have to go, you're, not have to go, you're not going to have to go find it. We're going to find you. Right. We're going to give you that benefit, and we're going to give it to you fast. So yeah, you have to that, wonder where it is. Yeah, it's, that, that's a, it's really important. Um, will you like working there? Love it. Are you, are you just saying that because Carl's sitting next to you? <laughs> Not at all. Me, uh, the way you kind of do have to say that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Carl. You like it? Yeah, I do like it. I is like there? It. Is there? Uh, honestly, all, all, all BS aside, it, it's got to be at least a little bit rewarding. 
it is a bit gratifying, you know, being able to help out families and offer them that benefit. There's yeah. a lot of emotions on these phone calls. Oh, it's, sure. uh, it's an everyday occurrence, and it really validates what you do for a living. It's really great. Yeah, it's good. Well, listen, I, I, I can't thank you both enough for taking part in this and, and helping to make our program so successful. Um, I want to give out that number again, Carl. 888-212-7822. Okay. And the uh, website, one more time? Go.voya.com slash MCL2023. Perfect. Okay. Listen, uh, you've been uh, listening to Carl Coker, Will McCabe um, from Coker Insurance Group, talking about our life program. Um, We will be back uh, to finish up the show uh, right here on the Workers' Mic 720 WGN. You're listening to the Workers' Mic, powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. Welcome back, everyone, to the Workers' Mic right here on 720 WGN. I'm Ken, Ed, Phil. That was really interesting um, with with Carl and Will. Um, if you know, if, if you didn't listen, to, you know, listen to it on the, on the podcast. Uh, understand what life insurance does and how it transfers wealth tax-free to your family and how it protects you if you think you don't need it trust me you need it so anyway let's let's move on and you got something about uh the uaw strike right the uaw strike is carrying on and it's it's spreading uh to to more facilities over the last couple of weeks but if you think back to the early days of american labor history there's a company called the pinkerton detective company familiar right so these are the these are the folks who um when Strikers would be out on a line. The Pinkertons would show up, and the Pinkertons were just a bunch of guys with billy clubs who thugs. would walk. Yeah, thugs who would just walk guns over. too, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. <laughs> they would just beat and harass and kill striking workers. Uh, so generally, any of these kind of hired goons uh, are referred to as Pinkertons. Pinkertons. Yep. So this is relevant today because Stellantis, the company that uh, operates Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, Jeep, uh, they've hired some Pinkertons for what? To I, I mean. There's been no violence. There's been no unruliness on any of these strike lines, which is so why it makes no sense to me. But they've hired a company called Huffmaster. Huffmaster. I know it's not a very cool name at all. Terrible. Doesn't it doesn't inspire fear? It sounds like you sniff glue. It sounds like a kid who's yeah huffing glade in his bedroom. Something. I'm the Huffmaster. I know some Huffmasters. (laughs) (laughs) Way back when, yeah, I knew a couple. Um, But uh, it's a security group, and it's made up of armed uh, detectives. They call them, and most of them are ex-military. So. Stellantis, you know, I know earlier in the A segment, Ken's already dished out his weekly shame on you, but I think we might be due for another one for Stellantis for uh, for hiring armed ex-military guards to intimidate your workers uh, outside of... Uh, That's going to buy you some goodwill, facilities. right? Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. everybody, strike's over. Welcome back. And I'm sorry that I hired a bunch of armed thugs to come and uh, intimidate you. Well, that and you don't That's... need a union. Uh, we're a yeah. family here. We are a family. A family surrounded by guns. Yeah. <laughs> A family who uh, we guard ourselves from our children with guns. Yeah, that's, that's, that's horrible to pit union workers against ex-military. Like they, it's not know, a fair fight. No, it's not a fair fight. And also, like, they shouldn't be involved with that. Like, who? what union member wants to, like, get in an argument that could potentially turn physical with someone who's ex-military? Like, of course, everyone supports the troops and, like, what they did in their service. 100%. You know, like, that's that's awful. But also, if you're, you know, one of these people that are working for Huffmaster or Pinkerton and you yeah. are ex-military... Don't do it. Yeah, I know. Don't. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, you got to have standards. Let's end this with something that I thought was hilarious that you sent me. 
Okay, are we, are we talking about the yeah. Amazon thing? Oh yeah. Okay, so I just yeah, scrolling through Instagram, found this, and apparently there there was a show on uh, the uh, Channel Four in the UK. So well, hopefully I will get a, a copy of that. But um, a young entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurial name Uba Butler uh, decided to try to sell bottled urine on Amazon. And it's not just any kind of urine, though. It's 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 urine that was that he found and collected at Amazon delivery sites throughout the UK and throughout Europe, I believe, because he, he lives over there. It's from the drivers, right? The from, trucker bombs. From the drivers themselves. The trucker bombs. <laughs> as we all know, Amazon forces upon their delivery drivers, they literally don't have time to go to the bathroom. Which they, they at first denied, and then they backtracked it. And right. So, oh, yeah. So the answer is that they're still there. I saw pictures of it. So this guy bottles them up yeah. and sells it. Right. Yeah. On it's, Amazon. He right. Sol- yeah. He's, and he, he names it like... Release and it says it has urine in it yeah. and it's yellow. Yeah, release energy drink. <laughs> but he wasn't actually selling it. He was just putting just, it up there to test how, the point and test right. Yeah, Amazon doesn't have control over the products that it's selling, and so to the degree that the number one uh, like energy drink or whatever on, on that for that period was this new thing that was Amazon drivers pee in bottles that say like contains urine you know but it was still marketed on there so they started to get people buying it like they, it was the number one selling drink right, right? they tested yeah. it out with yeah. a couple of people yeah. and had it like just like is Amazon going to notice but yeah. then people out in the world just started buying it yeah. trying to buy it. I think I think the right. kid they did the right thing it. yeah he didn't sell it to anybody well, no, he didn't I mean, ship it or whatever he was just proving a point and, and the point I think it was pretty well taken number one in a yeah. really funny creative way very, yeah. very it's like hey amazon yeah. you know give your give your folks bathroom breaks and and maybe do a tiny bit better of vetting the stuff that you sell like yeah. don't sell urine well and, and i'm surprised it did get to the top because obviously they've got that massive lawsuit that's been filed by the ftc against them and basically their antitrust practices where if it's not basically an amazon product you get pushed so far down in the rankings and the search engines that I mean, you know, it, it's 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 uh, this was not only an Amazon product; this was an Amazon byproduct. It was a byproduct. <laughs> Very good. Hey-o. Yeah. And and I'll say this: um, they said in the article that there is an there's a new piece in the uh, disciplinary procedures for Amazon where you get uh, like progressive discipline after like ten points. Yeah. You get a certain amount of points for various infractions. Right. And leaving a bottle full of urine in the truck when you get out of it uh-huh. is worth one point. That's so, a demerit. Yeah. So you can't say that it's not happening when it's in your disciplinary code like yeah you will not leave bottles of your urine in the truck but you also will not stop to go to the bathroom so yeah they showed a picture of the garbage can yeah outside, outside where the truck's parked and it's just full of like the disgusting bottles. yeah you know? he's been collecting them everywhere and putting it on like yeah i hope he's wearing gloves and stuff you know I would assume. Yeah, I don't think he was... If he's smart enough to come up with this idea, I think he's smart enough to throw some gloves on. Yeah, that's a good point. And his name is what? Ufa? Uba. Uba. That's a fake name. Uh, I don't know. It is Britain. Yeah. Uba? I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, kudos to Uba. Kudos to Uba. Kudos, Uba. Well, I'll try to find it. Maybe you can watch some of it, the, because they made a show about it. So, anyway, I want to make... I don't know what a... PSA, if you will. Public service announcement. There is a... Um, there is an organization called Labor Notes. Labor Notes. And if you Google it, uh, you'll find them. You'll find them on Facebook, and uh, they have a website. And they do a lot of training. Um, and they teach people uh, how to organize and how to be a steward and, 
you know uh, what to do in various situations um they had a giant conference i think here in chicago a year or two ago where the amazon labor union folks were there and it was obviously a, a big uh, topic because that was uh, when they first organized their very first uh, right. uh, Amazon facility, the Long Island one. Yeah, I think it was Staten Island. Um, Did that's Amazon right, that's right. hire Pinkertons? Uh, I don't think Amazon has hired Pinkertons. Do you? No, I don't believe so. Um, I, I mean, I, I hope they don't. And but and you know, one more time, it, don't work for Pinkertons, yeah. right? Don't don't be one of those people. There's also another wonderful, wonderful site called Labor Lab, and what they do is they expose union busters, and we're going to have an entire segment on this, if not an entire couple of shows on this. Um, It's one person, I believe, that's run out of like Utah, of all places. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he literally goes, and he just pulls these uh these files from the u.s department of labor and he lists all the companies that have hired union busters right and companies like uh oh i don't know the you know i'm making this up you know uh the most progressive um uh, grocery store grocery store in seattle or whatever it is has hired union busters you know so you know practice what you preach you know and i think we said this a year ago you know for starbucks and trader joe's and those companies that pretend to be so progressive and now all of a sudden they're hiring union busters yeah right and you know stellantis and, and what is stellantis that is a, that's the group that uh but that stellantis operates. is what like who it's they, dodge okay uh ram jeep it's the the parent company for all that so yeah, chrysler you know how do you avoid a uh, a billy club to the head dodge it Oh, good one. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just made that up? That's an original. That's pretty you good. You can probably tell. That's really good. Yeah. You know, it puts you, it puts the working class in a difficult situation, right? It's pitting workers against workers. It's, well, that yeah. and, and as a consumer, yeah. I want to buy American. I, I'm going to buy American. Right. Right? And, you know, Ford was notoriously anti-union right when they started. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were terribly, terribly anti-union. I'm still a big Ford fan. I'm still going to be a you know, American car fan, but... I'm going to have a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth knowing that that company decided to hire armed guards. Yeah, there, I mean, there's got to be accountability. And I think to your point with uh, having a website that identifies companies that you use union busters, this is something that's a, a line item on a financial report. You have to disclose. That's and I right. think some companies certainly don't disclose. And it, this guy says that the, the amount of people that don't disclose, it, the amount of companies are crazy amount of yeah, uh, but, you know Why? Why, once again? Because there's no penalties. Yeah. What are the penalties? But if but if every morning I go to you know Dave's Coffee to get my coffee, right. And uh, I see on this website that they've hired people to keep their workers down to you know stop their workers from having a union. You know, there's accountability there, and I think that's something that companies are trying to avoid. So it's an interesting resource. Something I would encourage people to check out at Labor Labs. Yeah, Labor Lab. Labor Lab. Labor, labor lab. lab. There's only ones, not Labor Lab. Dot org? Uh, I think so. Just okay. go- just Google it. Uh, and then also Labor Notes. Um, we got to go. Um, it's been a really good show today. Um, thanks, uh, Coker, for coming in, Coker Group. Um, that was really interesting. Uh, great to have you here as a permanent resident. Welcome to the party, Phil. Phil. Thank you. It is an honor. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week right here on the Workers Mike 720 WGN. The preceding episode of The Worker's Mic was powered by the Midwest Coalition of Labor and sponsored by Megan Financial, Premise Health, and Voya Financial. For additional information and podcasts of The Worker's Mic, visit WGNRadio.com.